Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. about to kick off but we're not recording we, we are. are oh hi, hi. listener hello to you let's go nice and asmr sophie has a, a lovely lovely high fidelity mic over there oh, she is i'm that. doing morse code i'm gonna do my entire episode just in morse code i'm cutting that out you're drunk on power <laughs> you really I know are. you are i know i have okay so the I, episodes that have I been can't released say are 20 back. minutes and they're <laughs> it's just, just Jen. Jen. It's yeah. just my yeah. bit. I just yeah. thought, look. I'm the star. <laughs> Fuck the other two. We Gotta all give know the people it. what they want. <laughs> Let's do an intro. Welcome to the Creep Dive. You're back again. Or maybe it's your first time. If so, you're going to be confused. Well, not really. It's just stories. Just tell just them some a few s- stories. Some from the present. Some from the past. Some from the future. If you're <laughs> listening. That's Jen O-D-W-Y-E-R. Yes. I'm... You got that, yeah? That's Sophie White, best-selling author. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And over there, we've got Cassandra Delaney. That's me. Hot shot. Youngest professional the hot one. under 30. The hot one. Wasn't that once you were voted? Best professional under 30? Um, Once, twice. Three times. Twice. Um, <laughs> most impressive talent in Ireland. And best-looking <laughs> person working in tech. But and is there an acronym for that? Because it's a mouthful. Mm. Do you remember your dream acronym? Have you thought about expanding on that? No. Okay. Welcome to the Creep Dive. It's been a week. It's been ups and downs and ins and outs, but we're here now together. Are you ready for a Creep of the Week? Go on. It sounds um, like you. Joe again. We're not allowed to talk about Joe. Someone said, don't talk to Joe. I have a whole animal festival for you today. But first, I want to tell you about the biggest Creep of the Week. Look, polar bears. We all know they're in danger. Oh, I thought you were going to say pricks. In danger. We all know they're pricks. Of ceasing to exist. Yes. Right? And here's what's happened. Oh my happened. God, so they're attention-seeking pricks is what you're saying. Yeah. But they're gorgeous <laughs> and we want them. That's we, the of course idea. we want them. But here, picture this. Las Vegas. It's an ecology charity. And we're going to save the polar bears. So here's an idea. Let's auction off a polar bear hunt for 65 grand. <laughs> That's literally what's happened. What? Yeah. Right, Las Vegas, uh, you could win a chance to hunt polar bears in the Canadian Arctic. 
Oh my god. Or How t- good that this is all coming out of the city of bad decisions. Like renowned for you go there, you make a bad decision. Yeah. But these guys, right? It's Safari Club International. It describes itself as a group that will advocate, preserve, and protect the rights of all hunters. <laughs> As well as promote safe, legal, ethical hunting and related activities. So they sold the hunting trip there last Friday for 65 grand. And the thing about it is you can't take. So they're going to go and hunt the polar bear. They're going to shoot it dead. And because of various laws about moving kind of a protected species overseas, dead or alive, they can't move it. They can't take it home with them. So it's going to be preserved in some way uh, in the area of where it was shot. Who in their right fucking mind would want to do that? Isn't that so depressing? Like they can't even bring it home. Yeah. (laughs) But like there's nothing for them. I met a photograph with their... And that's the thing about hunting. They're already sick individuals. We know this. It's really disturbing, isn't it? Yeah, It's not even like you're wrestling the polar bear to the ground with your own feet of nature or like hunting him down with sticks. You're just shooting him from inside a jeep. Yeah. And then... Nothing. <laughs> Tell us about your yearning to hunt things down with sticks, Jen. Well, at least there's a bit of effort. The animal has a chance. You get your cardio. You can outwit it. <laughs> you know, do a bit of a run around and uh, get a bit of exercise get, in. Get and, the heart rate up. And maybe then you could eat it, but not not in this case. And also the problem <laughs> that big, give big game hunters will want the best example of whatever species they're hunting so they're always hunting like the biggest male lion with the biggest mane and the kind of best looking biggest animal but yeah should, that fucks entirely up the whole rest of the future of the species they're removing from the gene pool the kind of strongest you know of the pack mm. horrendous that's horrendous that's it like i never knew that until that dentist remember that creep and um, mm went hunting and he like delib- they deliberately sought out like the most beloved lion oh. they could find wasn't that fucking bonkers well, like now nice. i didn't even know that like there was particularly like lions that were like kind of insta famous or beloved or whatever in the community but like Blue he, he was the fucking vogue williams like of the lion pack boom gone this, i mean it's basically dentist as if <laughs> we all know what pricks they are but actually I, I support dentists particularly because obviously on this pod there's a lot of talk about DIY dentistry and that Jen you need to stay in your lane I went to a real dentist this week I'll have everyone know how was it absolutely 10,000 euro no no 100 quid oh half a tooth great fixed. guy let's give you dentist uh, Killane is so his name isn't that, so would you ever kill an animal with a gun no no with your bare hands <laughs> certainly no definitely no if you were in danger maybe yes you would but the le- well, we've forgotten that my later. flight or flight mode doesn't exist. You're right. You're just laying Lay down, down dead. dead. Play dead. <laughs> Loads of animals do that. Yeah. You could be one so of them. So a great video of a Giselle doing that. And she got away from a cheetah and a hyena. Just they roll over and they were like, da, da, da. And the next thing they get bored and they move away. And the Giselle up leaps up. up and runs away from the hyena. Super smart and clever. Yeah. Cassie Gazelle Delaney. That's it. I'm a gazelle. I'm going to lay down Cassie pretend Giselle to be dead. Gazelle Bunchen Delaney. And then wait. You are very tall and beautiful. Thank you. And South American. <laughs> How you say? Who <laughs> come the English word for it. Uh, <laughs> so that's just a prelude to my uh, big story today that revolves around one of, I'll tell you one thing about them. Guess what they are. Picture this. 
huge eyes, tiny head, body, young. body of a turkey, strongest legs of any animal ever. Ostrich. Mm. No, visual impact looks like a giant turkey with big strong legs fucked a bit of roadkill over its back. What? Unpleasant visually in some way. It's an emu. And I'm going to tell you about the most famous emu war of all time. <laughs> and you're not going to believe your ears. Okay, can't wait. Amazing. It's great. What do you have? Uh, I have something from the creepy crevices of the internet. And it is a trend of hashtag baby or pee, which is... Are you not saying baby or IP? No, it's baby or pee and it's baby role playing. And it's this idea oh of God, digital kidnapping. Sick. So when people steal photos of other people's children and have fictional families. Yeah. Oh, Ricky with Lake Instagram. was all over And do GoFundMes? They probably do GoFundMes. They have these big stories. And it's about, the, it's about one woman whose son became a victim of digital kidnapping. And also then where in the places of the internet where it's allowed to exist. Very disturbing. I am so excited about that. What do you have, Sophie? Um, so I have, um, I have a. Do you know what I have? I have a bit of true crime. Would you believe? Excellent. Yeah. Is well, there a spritz of no comedy? A murder. It's just, well, it's just banal. Just a plain old. Just a murder. Catching someone dies. Someone else dies. Somebody is betrayed by a sticky post-it note. Very um, good. There's a blood pact. There's sex near the top of a stairs. Oh. Um, what else do we have? Very interesting. Yeah, we've dangerous. got some very bad criming. People are bad at doing this crime. They're the ones we And they're doing about. it over and over. <laughs> the ones that are good at it just don't get caught. And that's the end of it. It's the end of it. They don't no end story. up on these poorly researched podcasts. So yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. And I've got also a, um, just like a little... You know, uh, yeah, just a squirting cucumber. Do you know about the squirting cucumber? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like sea this is cucumbers. massively you. Uh, yes. Is yeah. it in the sea? Yes. Yes, it's in the sea. It's, it's called a squirting cucumber. Um, and now you probably that haven't is seen one for many it? years, Cassie. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I can recall it to memory. Um, that is literally the word for me one side. Oh, what is it in English? I cannot remember the word. A yeah. cucumber. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you cucumber. Cucumber? Cucumber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, truly they a, eat a divine them. moment. Hard to catch. Okay, yeah. So it's called a squirting cucumber because of its ability to launch its seeds. I mean, this is all too familiar. Yeah. Launch its seeds in a stream of mucilaginous. Love it. Mucilaginous. <laughs> liquid up to six meters away which is where they differ to human men um, Just I to, think you could never say even ejaculation you can tell a man made up the term for it yeah. to sound impressive okay. like ejaculation yeah. and then in actual fact it should be called something like upchuck yeah. because it just kind of goes upchuck <laughs> <laughs> Just out onto it. It does sound more, more accurate. Imagine using it in context of like he upchucked on her breast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like ejaculate sounds like a fucking champagne bottle coming uncorked and being like, <sighs> <laughs> just in this kind of glamorous fucking ejaculation. Premature upchucking. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. 
like fucking or change.org page for there changing ejaculation to up job. I'd vote. Okay, so anyway, such dispersal avoids plants competing in close proximity for resources, apparently. So it's like, yeah, so it's basically it's it's reproduction shit. You know, spectacular. It's so cool. There's a cool video of. Like, Let's have a look. Slow motion. Here we go. Squirting. It squirting. Oh, it's not in the sea. Ah. This is an actual uh, a, a, a land plant. Is it? Look at it. Oh, it is. Oh, you're right. It looked a bit like it was under the sea. Oh, look at that. Ooh. That is nature having a laugh. It's satisfying. That's some banter from nature. Now, thank you to at Snow Elf for uh, sending our that faces on because full of upchuck. Yeah, because also it's given us the opportunity to identify the lie at the center of the penile terminology. I don't know why you missed your poem. Say it again. How much up could an up chuck chuck if an up chuck could chuck up? Love it. There you go. Absolutely. It's a wonderful bit. I need to have another piss. Oh, Jen, God just started. And it's straight over to Sophie White now for Craft Corner, which is a feature we've had to introduce because Jen has to pee approximately okay. four times during the podcast. I do the edit. Give me my lame is close up, Ferg. We don't have. Okay, we've got it. We've got it. I had a dream. Am I actually going to be? Is there going to be a Zoom? Don't there worry. is. You no, don't have to. I'm just trying to bring you a bit more into focus. There you go. There you go, Sophie. Well, okay. This is what I'm working on at the moment. It's a nipple headband. Um, I love it. Very much in the vein of our um, creep forefathers, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Gein and uh, those other it's lads. Ed nipples. <laughs> it's an Ed band. Love it. It's going to be like this. It's I've beautiful. actually made several already. Do and I'm going to dye hands. them. Um, I'm going to dye them different bright colors. Um, anyone wants one, get in touch. You know, I have more knitwear than I know what to do with. It's quite beautiful. Craft Corner, roaring success, Jen. <laughs> Look at Jen up chucking. Consider being chucked. Okay, let's go. I think we need to have some. Well, oh we do. Emus murder babies. Babies murder emus. Babies do murder emus. Yeah, let's kick off the babies. babies. I've hit my head on that thing. These babies, the digital babies. Okay, right. So um, baby role play and adoption role play is essentially uh, this trend of people taking images from regular everyday families and posting to their own Instagram accounts, often anonymous, where they pretend that the families are their own and they create birthdays, backstories, everything, and essentially live like they have these families they're living these uh, digital identities now for what sometimes i guess it's like a fantasy role play thing is it more like are they getting friends Uh, well there's kind of communities of people who do this but are they acknowledging that they're (laughs) doing it so there is yeah because there's hashtag baby or p and so they are alerting people on the post that it is a role play kind of thing right (laughs) and they look essentially just like every day they're not like you know particularly they're not like staged toddlers they're not like trying to make their babies famous they're small accounts that and they're just usually really very creepy. small things like you know here's clara it's her birthday she's got a little oh. headband on right oh what? this is very sinister oh god it's so sad yeah so most of the major oh. role players are anonymous so it's not clear who they are or how to reach them. But when they do reveal themselves, it's almost nearly always teenage girls who are 
playing family. Role play, like playing. Yeah. So these, an article in Fast Company said that a lot of the times when they looked into it, it was a teen or a young girl who came from a broken home where their parents were either divorced or the child has been abused, um, said a psychiatrist called Gail Saltz. Um, the idea that an adolescent can create an identity online and take advantage of that anonymity, anonymity does not surprise me. Um, so it's more exciting to be testing these fantasies online and not in the minds because there's some follow through. There's sorry, there's there's like a little bit of follow through the benefits online behind the safety of their computer. Whereas like if they were going out exploring the idea of building a family IRL, then they're getting themselves into very bad well. situations, obviously. So, um, so it's sort of it, well, it's pretty innocent that I mean, well, yeah, until the, until we it. talk to kind of some of the families who it, have been affected, right? On one place on the internet, babynames.com, there it's a website for like suggested baby names. I'm sure you're very familiar. No, no, it's very not. It's suggested you both names went, you can call your baby when yeah, they're being pricks. Yeah, you yeah. just went to um, the A section and we're like, <gasps> diddle do, Arlo, oh right, done. I'm here. So um, the on babynames.com, there's like a bit of a forum where kind of pregnant women and pe- young parents can chat to each other. And the CEO, Jennifer Moss, noticed that there was this trend of fantasy role playing with fake babies and talking about what they would call kids and whatever. So instead of shutting it down, okay. she created a segment Separate. of the forum where these fantasy families could exist. So there's groups of moderators um, who patrol for violations. So there's it's stringent rules there. There's no like fake if you photos. if you have suddenly a real baby, get out. Get out. It's no longer a fantasy. But it's no photographs, burst. presumably. So no fake photoga- photographs, no abusive talks. It's a digital version of playing how she says. Um, they can indulge their need to play act, but they cannot do it in a confrontational way or they cannot pull um, pull things down, right? So One, she doesn't see too much harm in it, it because there isn't really, if it's not photos of anybody in particular and they're acknowledging it to each other that they're RPing. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. then that feels okay. So one user, Trisha Larson, who's 37, said she's been a member of babynames.com since its inception. And she was, um, she remembers as young as being like a child, she was always daydreaming about having a sibling. And then she, her parents, they had another baby. And she said she loved babies. They were cute and fun, but my sister was not cute, fun baby. She was colicky and she screamed Rude. most of the time. That sounds okay, like so all she babies. was a much more regular baby. Yeah. yeah. So... She began if, after that. She began imagining other a cartoon babies, yeah, and like she wished existed. a cute home and giving them names. Um, and even now that she's like a married mother of four, she participates in this form of fantasy families and talks about like little babies and little, you know, cute scenarios that they might be in. <laughs> Which is it's baffling. No, it's I kind of get it from the teenage kid from a child playing but a mother but of this, four she has four of these real ones yeah maybe they're little shits and she's going on to fantasy families dot whatever wishing and she's like my life is gorgeous different. and good and yeah that's what instagram yeah that's where you go hon you get a little and you get put a paris filter on that bit, rashy baby of yours and you pretend things are great over there like yeah. normal people all <laughs> dressed in the same color palette and the knee-high socks and that's really strange 
but yeah. it's still kind of okay. Like, but it's kind of okay, it's been right? Normalized. It, and That's if there's, true. I mean, but it, if enough people do something, it's normalized. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, still not. What? I mean, there's like, still the odd thing. The apartheid was normalized. It didn't make it okay. Like, but there has to be individuals there with nefarious. Wow. Well, it feels like you know, a bit of a, you know, hunting ground. Yeah. Yeah. There is. I think there, there was one guy I came across who was doing it, and he, a, a man who had pictures of someone's daughter, and he was basically posting that he had this three-year-old daughter, and she was going to break boys' hearts and whatever oh else. No. But he was using God. it as a way to kind of meet women, entice women. So he was presenting himself as this great father, single dad. Single dad. Oh okay. my God! And there's actually that's like, a rom-com. That's the, there that, is. that was the premise of it. I'm trying to roll like, like that seems totally fine. My what? God, rom-coms are more evil than actual Oh my God, they were so horror. problematic. This I has know. come up a number of times in movies. Yeah. That a man would borrow a baby and walk it through the park. Yeah. Or yeah. go to a, uh, is it uh, Love Actually or something that he pretends your man's his son? No, he is his son. He's his stepson and oh, his mother dies. Oh, it's very <laughs> sad, actually. Never mind. But no, it is. I mean, we've, the themes in rom-coms from the early 90s are deeply problematic. Like yeah. persistence is key in... All of them. Yes. Yeah. So this guy is Lest we forget there. when she takes off her glasses and she's suddenly the best looking person. <laughs> so he's in there swimming around kissed. with teenage girls. <laughs> never been kissed is based on Samantha as a body. Like, <laughs> that woman That's could true. not stop going back to school. Yeah. Just wanted to Trying be there. to shift uh, Great Luke Wilson. Was it oh Luke my God. Wilson? No, no. Michael Vaughn. And he was... Say it, Cass. Incredibly handsome for a man. (laughs) (laughs) So this is all getting creepier by the second. Whose photographs did that guy use? No, it's not Michael Vaughn. I can't remember. Why was he allowed on the forum when you're not allowed to have photographs? No, sorry, he wasn't on the forum. Okay. He was just posting them to a Facebook. He's just somebody else that I came across, right? So this woman wrote a piece um saying uh so on the Indianapolis mom's blog. Don't ask me why I'm there. <laughs> I was looking for reviews. You're even creepy. I was looking for reviews of hybrid cars. <laughs> it's like, what is the best boot? Um, Keep your sick internet history to yourself. <laughs> uh, so this woman is kind of telling her first person story about what her experience with digital kidnapping and um, this idea of baby robot. So I suppose I started looking at digital kidnapping because I think it's really interesting. It's will probably be something that's legislated against and that's the idea of stealing someone's identity mm-hmm. or taking a lot more seriously now so get it while you can basically yeah digital kidnap <laughs> today <laughs> cancel before the 30th <laughs> you will not be prosecuted um so uh this woman says like with so many other people our phones and cameras were with us in the delivery room within hours of our son's birth we had posted a photo of his fuzzy newborn head to facebook with birth stats for friends and family to see. At the time, we were living five and six hours from our family, so social media was a great, easy way to stay in touch with everyone we couldn't see in person. It was around this time that Instagram was gaining a lot of popularity. Its use of hashtags for searching and pretty photo filters made connecting with others who share your interests simple and fun. Hashtag babies, hashtag yoga, hashtag recipes, hashtag home decor, hashtag breastfeeding, hashtag toddlers, hashtags moms. With the push of a button, I could find women all over the world who shared similar interests. It was pretty neat. And it was, to begin with. Yeah, it was was pretty. It it had good intentions. It felt safe and small. 
It's still great. It ca- it can be, but Mine I think is it's just wall to wall pole dancing. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's still in bed sheets for me. Now yeah, maybe hopefully yeah. some hybrid. Reviews. I'm deep in salamanders, obviously. <laughs> Ox- I do get a lot of oxalotls. <laughs> That's for me. So cute. Looking at them. Um, so it was pretty neat. Of course, this meant that people all over the world could see my posts too, but I foolishly wasn't concerned. But my nobody f- was back then. Yeah. No. I was yeah. like, who's going to be interested in little old me? Still nobody is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook profile. Um, so after it all, I had my personal. So sorry, on my Facebook profile, I had my personal info, my name, my work information, schools I attended. No one I didn't know. No one I didn't know personally in real life could find me in a Facebook search. But Instagram. I didn't even have my last name on there. So no one knew where I lived or worked. And my photos were completely innocent. My son playing in a yard, pictures of us at the farmer's market. It was fine until it wasn't. While browsing my notifications one day, I noticed that a person had an awful, had liked an awful lot of my photos, as in hundreds. Why was she fangirling me? I clicked on her profile and there they were. Photos of my son. What a fool. What a stupid scammer. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, oh, after this, I must tell you about how I got catfished re- last week. <laughs> so I scrolled through a feed and I was horrified by what I saw. In the captions, this person claimed that my son was her son and had given him a fake name. She'd already reposted several of my photos, including stories about herself and my child. I had unintentionally stumbled across the world of baby role play and I felt like I was going to be sick. Some of the captions were innocent enough. Liam and I are riding bikes, but they quickly grew darker. Someone kidnapped Liam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not funny. But no, but like, these things always escalate so fast. It's just yeah. like Depop drums. Yeah. Oh my God. I love Depop drums. Depop drums. Yeah. So um, other role play accounts would jump in with comments like, oh, I found him. I'm in the car following him, whatever. Ah! So immediately I made my account private and posted messages and comments to this person's feed saying this was my son and she did not have permission to use my photos, but the damage had already been done. She deleted my comments and began posting more. I had no idea what to do. I began pouring, I mean, blocker would be a thing so she couldn't get access to the photos, but however. I began pouring over the photos, accounts, and comments from the people involved. I was able to determine that they liked, that they likely did not live in the US and that some seemed to be kids themselves. I immediately enlisted the help of my family and friends in reporting the accounts and stolen photos involved. I must have reported the offending accounts over a hundred times. Unfortunately, Instagram doesn't ban IP addresses. So while all the reporting seemed to work in banning that user, it wasn't long before she changed her username and continued posting photos of my son. So next step was contacting Instagram directly. I followed their instructions to report a problem, which included a detailed description of what had happened, as well as the usernames of those involved. I received a response from them and within a couple of days saying that my account violated their terms because my son was under 18 years old that I needed to report my own username because it belonged to a minor. Clearly they had grossly misunderstood the situation as my account was run by me. I just happened to share photos of my family. Once again, I was at a loss of what to do. We continued reporting the role play accounts, but they could just change their usernames until we were no longer able to locate them. Some people suggested I contact the local police but with the users being overseas, I knew there wasn't anything they could do. Eventually, the uneasiness I felt about the whole situation turned to anger. How could people be so evil? How could Instagram not have better policies against this sort of thing? And if these were indeed kids playing a virtual game of house, how could their parents not do a better job of policing their use of the internet? But most of all, I was angry with myself for being so naive. 
And now I have to live with the fact that someone likely has hundreds of photos of my son saved on their computer or phone that they can use however they please. Jesus. It's a horrible, helpless feeling. That is awful. You could give your son a haircut and begin the transformation. It's the damage is done how, how he used, to, he used to, look. to look. Yeah, so that's... Some baby role it, playing. It's, it's like bad, but oh my god, you just have left us in this hole. Well, that's what is she, there that no that resolution? She, very, she offers some tips on how to avoid what you know, are the it tips? becoming so. Um, be selective about what photos you post on the internet. Um, do not <laughs> too late, yeah, too late. Keep all of your social media profiles private. Um, only friend and follow people you actually know. Consider using private photo sharing apps like Sherish, which allows you to safely share photos with a handpicked group of family or close friends. Never disclose your location and watermark your photos, which will hopefully incentivize people to not. But then if you watermarked your photos, people are like, what sort of brand the is she trying notions to <laughs> off of her? People have started that with like uh, fuzzing out the face of their children. Keeping emojis over the faces. Uh, yeah. And things like that. But I think that that's clever because I think people who have large followings who don't don't share pictures of the kids because if the kid is out in public, people will recognize, recognize the child them. and know the name, and, and then you could attract like they them could into know where they live. They could know. Yeah, their they were like, "Oh, Cass, your mom, you know, ask me to mom collect collects, you. Yeah. yeah, and you would go directly into that person's I hybrid. And you would. Would. I'm like, "Oh, I think he should leather seats." <laughs> Did you go for the exclusive? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The excited package. You don't have an individually wrapped sucky sweet by any chance. I'm anyone oh, in the boot here, are they? <laughs> so much space in the back of a Ford Transit. You could really convert this into a van life thing. Yeah, no, I'd be gone. Still, 32 years of age, I'd be gone into the back of the van, yeah. I'd say. But that is, and she's just left, then that's it. Your photos are out there. There's nothing you can oh, do. That's you can't it. So, I mean, that's it awful. is horrific, it isn't it? too much, I have to say. Yeah, your Instagram's private, though. It wasn't. Like, everyone's wasn't for yeah. a long time. Uh, but then I got a few comments underneath one of my kids' uh, photographs. 
And I was like, this man is a stranger <laughs> and I need to go into a private situation. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah. I feel like that's less in- likely to happen nowadays. People's behavior is slightly changed. Yeah, I think this was something that was like a consequence of early unfiltered internet access. And this is the beginning of uh, the kind of rumblings of what we're going to be dealing with, which is... Web uh, 3.0. Well, when our children are like, what about all this shit you put out there? Oh, yeah. And we're going to be like, well, we didn't know. And they're going to be annoyed with us, maybe. But it is the... I think we should delete the old mother pod feed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, definitely should. (laughs) Well, we should just put it by behind the paywall. Like, yeah, but yeah. I mean, everything's that, done with yeah. the best of intentions. Here. Yeah, <laughs> everything's done with the best of intentions, and like yeah. you know, the the way that tech platforms are designed, especially in their early iterations, like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Like, I think that they are too large and too powerful now. But when they were initially designed, the fair use policy was that you're posting pictures, your friends and family, and they designed for the best case scenario okay. that mm. people are going to be interested and treat this. Well, but like if anything gets to the point where it has billions of users, there are yeah. obviously going to be people with like nefarious means or nefarious intentions. What's interesting on the is platform. the really weird stuff like this, like you, kind of difficult to predict teenagers would. That but this off. is, yeah, I mean, so this is what we have to listen to. This now, is, is the, the evolution of catfishing, really. Mm. Tell that, us when you got catfished. So I mm. was trying to, I'm trying to hire developers. I'm hiring developers for Outcaster. If there are any full stack developers, Listening to the creep life, who are interested in a career change, do get in touch. But um, been try- it's really hard to hire developers at the moment because obviously Dublin is a haven of tech, you know, huge tech companies. And so, and because everyone's working remote, your pool of developers is much wider. So I've been keeping. Why my- don't you? Steal the photographs of a developer, <laughs> set up an account, and try and attract others in. Yeah, yeah. Um, or no, I thought you meant like yeah, kind of hold his family to ransom. Oh, or that come and work for me. It's or actually I'm going to yeah. role play your it's family. Hers. It's very very difficult. Um, it's so it's so hard to be like a tech founder in the world right now. First of all, I was in an My investment heart meeting. Bleeds for you. Well, no, <laughs> it's not. It has. It's just hard now. There's no yeah. money in it yet. Yeah. It's just. It's just difficult. I was in an investment meeting. I was wearing a red, before he noticed. I was wearing a black polo neck. Oh, here we go. I was like oh, no. chatting to them, and I was like, "Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm yeah, very dear. sorry. I'm did, not. Did you, did you reference do the voice? Yeah. I was like, I just want to let you know that this is thermal, and I'm just very cold. It's, it's a practical. not a style choice. Yeah. I have not made up science. Yeah, and put made up. Science into I am not Walmart. Inspired by our good friend Elizabeth Holmes. But anyway, I um, ended up having this interview with the developer who got in touch from Texas. Uh, on paper, the application was great, had all the skills, was absolutely brilliant. And then, so the next step after was kind of we were talking about tasks and how we, like, how I would allow him to showcase his portfolio in the most relevant way to the, the job that needs to be done. And I noticed after I, um, after I interviewed him that I was getting loads of LinkedIn requests from other developers. I was like, this is great. It's like, it's finally kicking off. But they all had very similar avatar styled profile pictures. And I was like, this just must be a developer thing. (laughs) Anyway, one guy interviewed this guy, sent him over the task. And then he started accidentally messaging me from one of the other accounts. I was like, you are no more Raymond now from Texas. Who just was he? he was following up with something but I, it, I i don't know i don't know who he was i don't know where he's actually from 
But so what did the other message that you accidentally received he, say? He messaged me from another account on LinkedIn oh, uh, following up on the call with a, with different, a different name, name on it. A Weird. different name. I was like, oh, did you reply it. and say like, who the hell I is I was like, this? come on, this is not, this is, this is upsetting for me because I thought I'd found a really good developer that I got yeah. on with. You've hurt my feelings. You've hurt yes. my feelings. But also it just goes to show how dangerous it is to operate on the internet. Because obviously there's, you know, I suppose with, with tech products like that, there will be people who want to get in behind, get the code I and see. be able to carbon and copy it <gasps> over to some other platform. Oh. Not fool me once though, <laughs> Raymond. Fool me once, Raymond. <laughs> so in that being said, if there are any other anonymous developers out there who would like to get in touch, Cassie at outcaster.io. Don't be a stranger. Please. Get and on don't it. be many strangers at once. I will I will insist that you turn on your camera. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, mistake just number once. one. And hold up a copy of today's paper yeah. on yeah. camera. Like, like, oh oh just, the lighting must be bad where Raymond is. He won't switch on his camera. That's Try. desperate to know that catfishing is now so pervasive that it's also now tipped over into being boring. Yeah, like job search. Yeah. That's the most exciting thing that happened to me in two weeks. <laughs> no, I know, but on his side. What yeah. a boring catfish. Do you want to hear something about violent and aggressive birds? Oh my God, yes, I do. Okay, what do you know about emus? Okay. Very little. Genuinely, it's news things. to me that they're birds. They're birds. They're the second largest bird in existence, the first being an ostrich. Much more visually pleasant on the eye. The emus, like the slightly Jesus, shorter... ostriches aren't great. They at least have a much beautiful plumage. But the emu got a bit of a raw deal in the jacket sense. Okay, right. And what's really interesting about emus is they can run at 50 kilometers an hour with their strongest legs of all the animal kingdom. That wow. is interesting. Here's another is interesting thing about that up there. No. no. Mad about wheat. Like, I thought you were going to say you, the amazing Paul Reiser sitcom of the 90s. (laughs) Do you remember Mad About You? Yeah. Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. Gold star for you for remembering that. Are these going to be one of the animals where the wheat ferments in their tummy and they're actually drunk all the time? That might be some part of the issue here. Because, well, another kind of interesting fact about, sorry, okay, let me set the scene. The world is sad because it's the Great Depression. Okay. In America. But that had a knock-on effect for the rest of the world because they had to start taxing imports, which had a fucking, you know, everybody now was miserable. Oh, making yeah. less money yeah. and it was shit. And it was the end of World War One, And Australia were like, things are bad here. And all our vets, not vets. Well, yes, they're called vets. Not veterinary people, but the ones who have veterans, veterans, veterans. From the war we're coming home and they were like look lads we have not much going on but we do want to populate the country so we're going to give you each a field and a farm ah and that'll be great that'll be your job raise a family everything's going to be great come See, on in take the keys milled your empire so land for loving L- yeah i love this that could have been there if i had it been a copywriter i would have suggested land yeah. for loving so they got their families they got off the plane bits of them missing on some some obviously upset in the head others fine <laughs> so head. in they went Jesus. to the fe- to the and they were like great like let's let's get in let's start this shit uh what's the story with the land what can we grow here they were like literally only wheat because of the dryness mm. well, i love a carb Oh, that's I mean, it. Thank God. Like, Imagine okay. if it had been just lettuce. Well, that's it. It's better. We can sell it. It's it's part of the situation. So they started growing wheat. wheat. I keep trying to call it yeast, but it's definitely not. It's wheat. So 
wheat was growing up in the fields and everyone was looking out the windows going, yeah, it's coming up. Little green stalks. Very exciting. We're going to make 20 grand this harvest. And a big problem. The giant birds. <laughs> so the thing about the wheat loving emus is they are unstoppable. When they get something in their minds, they will not resist. They can't. No, no fence can take them. They have three huge. Imagine a velociraptor. Yeah. That's what they're picturing. Like. But wearing a horrific jacket. Exactly. Like some kind of polyester nightmare. It, brown and clungy oh. and then bald <laughs> from the neck up, right? So oh, all just God. kind of stubbly around the face. Humongous, upsetting eyes and enormous beak. They're melding with Joe Rogan in my mind. That exactly. So they have 200,000 uh, yes. emus on the run here, lads. Making a haze. 200,000. Yeah, the best thing about them is they move in packs called mobs. Mobs. (laughs) And each pack has a leading male who's the tallest at six feet tall. About 150 pounds. Running at 150 miles an hour. Brain the size of a pea. Wait, 150 miles an hour? (laughs) 50 miles an hour. He's 10 stories high. With a brain (laughs) like a pea, but laser focus on wheat. (laughs) Right, so they can see wheat. And they're broken up into smaller mobs. So we're, get, we're hitting about 200 emus per f- kind per of farm. Per farm. Fucking hell. I mean, thank and God that the farmers have been procreating and they can use the babies as human shields. Oh, well, thank God thank for God. that. But strap an infant to the front of your head and, and just go for it. <laughs> so they're getting into the fields. And what's most upsetting is they're eating some of it, but they're just lying oh, down no. in most of it. Oh, <laughs> so it's just you know they make these enormous nests that are like 20 feet these apart wheat, from each wheat other angels <laughs> making wheat angels and there's fucking oh nothing gosh. anyone could do about it the way they breed is brilliant as well so the females <sighs> incredibly unpleasant from a personality standpoint just vicious Right, they fight to the death over the men. They get the ride. They lay the egg. They lay about 30 eggs, three days apart. Then they fuck off to have sex with everyone else. And the men sit in the eggs, go start. They don't even defecate. They just sit perfectly still for months on end. So so you're looking out the window. You're looking at your your field. Yeah. And it's just full of laying down emus <laughs> and vicious females kind of parametering, <laughs> moving around the parameter. So you have absolutely no hope. Right. And so the farmer, the veterans were like, guys, this was great. Thank you so much. We are grateful, but we are unable to make a living on account of the giant fleshy turkey beasts who are lying down on the food and who we can't get rid of. And the government were like, "Okay, look, we have to do something here. This is turning into a PR nightmare. Everybody loves veterans and vets and we need to make a thing happen. So the Australian government were like, we're sending in the army, (laughs) defense army, the head of the defense army. Let me get his name here. Major GPW Meredith. He was the head of defense of Australia. And he was like, okay, it's hit the top. This is a major problem. I'm going to send in some cavalry and we're going to kill these fucking birds. Jesus. It went badly over and over again no right here's the thing so J- meredith was like look round one i'm gonna set find a group a mob 200 
a mob and I'm going to send in the army of people no of emus we've got a 200 mob, army. mob uh, army. Emus, yeah. we've got three machine guns we've got 10,000 rounds and we're going to kill these fucking birds if it come hell or high water every bird will be gone okay they arrived and the thing about the emus so the army arrived with the guns and the emus just ran away and the lads were like wow <laughs> and uh, they so they kind of let off a round of bullets <laughs> just and they made direct the hits killed a few vets and they, their children they averaged they hit about 50 of the 200 birds they definitely hit them but the birds but hit didn't them. stop some of them were hit four or five times with bullets oh my god but they just kept running oh my god so Amazing. Meredith was like okay lads that was a bit embarrassing <laughs> let's try and do this again so they were like what if we mounted the machine guns on a truck and uh what? Then hit them like the problem is Just now get closer the media had got involved and it was looking embarrassing and the army guys were like well it's just that the birds are Jesus. quite a bit s- smarter than we originally figured brain just picturing imagine the memes if oh, this if was this taking was place nowadays, nowadays. What is this? i think we're in the, the late be... 30s an explosion of memes. It would be an absolute meme. Meme explosion. Yeah. yeah. Disaster. Anyway, right. So we're back in round two. There's machine guns loaded on the back of vans. But of course, the land is all bumpy and full of rocks. So they locate about 10,000, a, a pit of land with 10,000 emus. I'm picturing them trashing the wheat as They're well. They're fucking trashing everything. So they were, they were like driving a full pelt through fences they take a fucking long time to bake. The hat's looking... No, no, I'm just testing if it needs another bobble. That's all. I think Let's it's see, actually a look. Oh, I would do one... One more. One more. Okay. Good for the symmetry. So they take off. The, the guns are kind of wobbling on the back. The guys can't get the focus on the machine guns in. Bullets spraying everywhere. Same problem. Oh, one van in particular has a driver... And has one guy standing on the back, just try- like, oh my God. <laughs> emus flying everywhere. They pick off like an older, slow one. They're like, okay, we've got to bring back some dead emus. Let's just get this one for sure. The emu, as they were moving towards it at speed, stops dead in its tracks and runs for towards the car. Smashing through the head screen, or whatever, the windscreen, windscreen with its beak lodges itself in the steering wheel of the car. <laughs> the truck's <laughs> car oh maimed bird still alive just so confronting oh as you're like God. I'm just trying to change gears couldn't turn the steering wheel bird's neck right through <laughs> and uh, that was the end of that car it just kind of fell over and that was the end of it. Oh my but God. the dawn of those steering wheel locks that look like emus exactly <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that was one down. And again, they're hitting, like, they average it out to, like, every, for every 10 bullets, there was one dead emu. Oh, my God. Like, right. it just was a catastrophic failure. And they were so hardy, these birds. Like, they were still just living their life with four bullets lodged inside them. They weren't slowing down. It didn't seem to affect them at all. They were like <laughs> bird tanks. <laughs> so eventually then, word got back to the government and the guy Meredith was like, this isn't working out great. So I have a new plan. So what I'm going to do is enlist the veterans. I'm going to put a bounty on the head, the beak and the egg. 
So for every beacon egg you bring in to me, I'm going to give 50 quid. That's, that's nothing now. That's well, not good enough. It was. Beak and egg. 350,000 birds were slaughtered. But <gasps> it was suggested that some of the farmers forgot about wheat altogether and just started breeding emus. To kill them. To kill them and then to cash them in. Oh my God. So that was happening too. That's I mean, I know it's cruel, genius. but genius. I know. Fucking hell. So 250,000 of the emus then were slain. Do you know what? They make the most amazing eggs. The eggs are about this size. They're yeah. emerald green. Wow. Are they? They're fabulous. And a baby emu is a delight to behold. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe. Fluffy, erratic, <laughs> hard to catch. <laughs> it's like if you put a chick on the legs of a baby velociraptor. Oh my god! Uh, adorable. adorable, adorable, and dangerous. Oh my god! And, uh, that's but uh, the emu remains. It's so the on the crest of Australia, you've got a ca- a kangaroo, and an emu. Do you know why? Because the emu can't walk backwards, and that's what Australia is all about. Only walk forwards. Moving forwards. Um, wow. <laughs> That's like genuinely one of the greatest stories you've ever told. Isn't it brilliant? It's fascinating. I cannot, I want fucking like Adam McKay, Adam McKay to to direct. No, to direct (laughs) a movie. Jen acting as a consultant, maybe write the script. Yes, no problem. Like, wait, write and direct it. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Why not? That needs to be a fucking movie. How does that movie not exist? It's the best story. It's like arachnophobia, except with emus. Yes, Mm. and way less, I don't like arachnophobia. Less creepy. Like the general. You should. The major. uh, It's got everything. (laughs) Yeah, it needs a bit of romance. Yeah, like a story between a couple of emus. Like, and then also maybe a story between a farmer and an emu. Yeah, Yeah, he could have his own way. Arm puppet, much Mm -hmm. like that other lad. Mm Mm-hmm. That married the emu. Fool me once. Forget that whole story. <laughs> the crane. <laughs> the crane, but also yeah. he didn't marry it. What was it? He, he just mated just, with it for he, life. He, he yeah, yeah. With it. So he it's, it. it's yeah. like a marriage in a way. And then he, yeah. remember he learned the mating dance? Oh yeah. And he was made fun of by the other zoologists. <laughs> but he when was he... single-handedly responsible for bringing that breed of crane back, back from the brink of so, existence. But the emus are doing good now. Oh yeah, they're back up I to mean, uh, 600,000 emus still exist. They are a protected species. I don't think you can kill them willy nilly, but you could kill and you them. You certainly don't get paid kill by the government to no. kill them anymore. And they're just really difficult to catch and kill as well. And I think apparently they taste like turkey, but you've got some fight in your hands. <laughs> and a very large turkey. <laughs> just wrestling it to the ground and a huge uh, turkey. Oh my God. Oh, one emu egg can make an omelette that would feed four people. Love uh, that fact. I wow. think though that people don't think you need too many eggs. You need minimum three hens eggs for an omelette. Yeah, totally, for one person. So I think that's an overestimation. But that's one person. For one person. But I think they're bigger than that. And the person who told me that the four people could eat one emu's egg out of an omelette is an under-eater. It was your own reflection in a a mirror, was it? When I told myself that earlier, I'm disagreeing now with that fact. (laughs) Wait, it's an under-eater who told you that? Well, I think so. Yeah, I always think, do you know when you come into a new kind of cookbook or something, the the author needs to write at the beginning just where exactly they are on the scale. Yeah, like Can their idea of one portion be trusted? Exactly. Did you ever see um, Bon Appetit did a series and... What's his name? Brad Leone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took an ostrich egg and made it many ways. 
and I would that was a good thing confit an ostrich egg yolk lads interesting and then mm. grated it over some other eggs <laughs> an absolute inception egg inception delicious exception <laughs> exception <laughs> that is Very good. so good anyway that's the end of the story and that's australia is that the end of the episode there's Probably so is. many things in australia guys it oh, is a, truly a it's much like there's so many things in europe <laughs> it's a continent country there's but so many just in things terms there of the animal uh, variations like yeah. what about a platypus a platypus what the fuck is that nipples and lays eggs <laughs> It's both a kind of bird, a mammal, and an amphibian. It's the leftover parts of the other animals. <laughs> it actually is. It is. When they first discovered the a platypus, they thought someone had. They thought it was a joke. joke like yeah. someone had sewn together a number of animals. <laughs> they were like, "This can't be real." I found a nipple. <laughs> it's flying eggs, and it eats with a beak. How does a beaked animal suckle from a nipple? Did you ever hear of a moray <laughs> eel that has what? a separate mouth inside its mouth? This is the best. <laughs> Wait, it's an eel. Your moon hits your eye. <laughs> uh, and the moray eel has a separate jaw. So it's got an outer jaw. Okay. Right? Yeah. So they, I've definitely told this before. No, don't. So it sees a bit of something on a rock and it's like, I'm getting that. And then it moves with its outer mouth close. Moves his outer mouth open and then its inner mouth comes out and grabs the thing. <laughs> this is unnecessarily complicated, <laughs> isn't it? Like an additional step to the meal. That's... Like, what are you going to do? Surprise. <laughs> Your mouth's already open. You're already a meal. Why entertain the dinner? <gasps> it's like putting on a little show. <laughs> Dude, like an fish. Like they... Rus- Russian dolls. Just... Yeah. Well, it's very creepy. Now you must watch it. Thank oh, you for that, Jen. That is so Truth good. Truth is stranger than fiction. Guys, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Last week you tried to say that. <laughs> and it was one of the most entertaining things. And neither one of us corrected you. And you're like, but isn't the fiction weirder than the truth? <laughs> and the truth. But you couldn't write it, fool me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well... I mean, thank you. You're welcome. For thank that you. Joy. Thank Baby NP or what was it? Or IP? N or roleplay or P. Baby or P. Platypus. Emu. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good day. Oh, wait. Let's. T- <laughs> Come back. Did you back in. We nearly let you go. But you're back. Just like the little moray eel mouth. Oh, oh we got you twice. <laughs> got me once. Fill me again with the second mouth. I feel like as well the George Bush episode. I just sense it was on the Patreon. Like I don't think anyone understands. Oh, for God's sake! Why we always say? Well, it gave me such a laugh. Somebody recently sent me the actual clip of it. It's even better. Stranger than fiction, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the real events you might find are weirder than the storybooks. That you, Sophie, right? In fact, or what, in fact, what fiction. Were you say? What were you going to say? <laughs> Why did you bring us back What are we having for the hive? Oh, the menus are open. We're gonna have my like murder posted murder. sex near a staircase. Yes, yes, a sexy yeah. murder. As the Rolling Stone article that I read and discarded for being so unhelpful said. 
is this woman a serial killer? Uh, long and short answer. No. No Rolling Stone. <laughs> Just one kill? Well, I think it should be a serial killer. You really need three or more. I think mm. it's three or more, yeah. Yeah. Well, wet your appetite and dip your nip. Why not? <laughs> See you there. <laughs> it's over yeah, to Patreon. We're at the Creep Dive or the Creep Dive podcast and on socials. Yeah, come and see us. Except for Twitter where we're at Dive Creep. At Dive Creep. And feel free to not go near TikTok. The men hate us. They really You know, though, I always do feel like we're doing something right when the men hate you. Do you know three? We're rebranding actually, as in like the cis straights. Like, what do they based, call us? Based on the feedback we've received on TikTok, we are rebranding the show as uh, three tramps in a room. <laughs> <laughs> so, are yeah. you sure you meant to say skanks in a room? Tramps. I like it. Where did that person come from? The 1930s to slag us. See you next. See you there. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.